we'd like to welcome you back to part two of our current event and weekly Bible study for December 3rd, 2017. Now, this is a commentary, and I haven't talked a lot about Trump lately. I haven't talked, I haven't had a lot of study, uh, a lot of things I've done about him. Uh, I've put out a lot of stuff in my emails when he's done good, and I've put out a lot of stuff in my emails where, when I believe he's done bad. Uh, I have tried to be as fair as I could regarding that particular subject, which I said is what I was going to try to do from the very beginning. This is a commentary. Now, the reason I'm talking about this particular commentary is because it covers a lot of bases, and this is reiterating what a lot of the alternative media has been saying increasingly, particularly as of late. Now, I don't know if it's going to pan out this way, the various scenarios that they're talking about, but a lot of this rings true from what they're saying because a lot of it is obvious what they're talking about here. A lot of it is it really can't be denied, particularly regarding the mainstream news treatment of anything Trump-related. It's pure demonization, 24-7. It's been that way from way before the election, and for the people that will email me, oh, it's all a big plan, it's all by design, I'm like, okay, so it was, it was their plan that Hillary not get in, even though they had printed up, like, what's it, like, Newsweek or something, where she's in, and, and everybody, it was a foregone conclusion that she had won the election, they had everything rigged to the point where they thought that it was a foregone conclusion, that was their plan, to at the last minute have Trump win? Okay. Um, that's a weird way to go about stuff, particularly when they wanted Hillary in there to continue what Obama had done for the last eight years. And even even before that, you know, we look at the Bush and the Clintons and, you know, they're all the wicked same evil cabal that are all on the same team. You know, just seems kind of a weird way to, to go about things to me. You know, an absolute total demonization of one person fighting every single thing they had done when all the other previous people they'd had in there going all the way back to Bush, that never ever happened. And they committed far worse atrocities than anyone, uh, any other presidents ever, as far as I could see. And yet they got a free pass. It's just kind of a weird way to handle things. So this is a commentary from um, the State of the Nation, the Millennial Millennium Report, which says Trump has no choice. Counter coup must go nuclear. Now again, I'm not putting my rubber stamp approval on this in particular, but it is a prevailing opinion that I am seeing over and over again that could affect us all greatly in the next coming time. And I don't see any other way out. I don't. From what they're saying, I don't really see it because something's got to give. Either Trump has to be impeached or he will be assassinated and then they can continue their agenda. Or this is going to go nuclear because they're getting more and more increasingly desperate. The forces that are aligned against Trump. They're getting increased. And I mean, you see it everywhere you turn. I, I just don't know how it's, it's deniable at this point. 
So this starts out by saying, Trump has only one response to the ongoing soft coup being run by rogue elements within the U.S. intelligence community, which is a military response. This is from a quote from a former U.S. military officer and intelligence analyst. He said, President Trump is facing a full-blown coup d'etat, sooner or later. The treasonous co-conspirators are set co-conspirators are setting up the country so as to spring into action on several fronts when they execute the final push will be determined by more sheer desperation than anything else they really don't want to overthrow trump violently but will eventually feel the absolute necessity to do so now the only way that trump could i would say I don't even know if that would work. If he went over to their side and, and started playing ball with them, and then all of a sudden you started seeing the mainstream media totally stop attacking him and start praising him, that would be like, okay, well, he's went over to, totally went over to their side, and now he's playing ball and game over, okay, type of thing. I'm not saying I put my hope or trust in trump in any way shape or form i'm not saying that i'm just saying that it is a absolute total fact they attack the guy 24 7 i mean that you, i don't see how anybody could deny that so i mean are they attacking him 24 7 because they like him and they really want him to succeed and he's this is all part of the plan to attack him and try to oust him out and, and discredit him in any possible way shape or form would they be doing that to hillary right now if she got in no they would absolutely be giving that devil witch a free pass on anything she wanted to do just like it's been all the way into the bush era so going forward here uh this will be their only way to stay out of prison here's and again the reason they're talking a lot about prison is not only because of all the criminal acts but because all of the people that are aligned openly against trump the clintons the Bushes, the Obamas, the mainstream media, George Soros and them, all of them are intricately yoked up with this whole pedophile network that I have reported on over and over and over again. That's, a, that's another reason I wanted to cover this because it's all tied in with the pedophilia stuff and the satanic Luciferian sacrifices of small children and their, and their, their child sex trafficking and the snuff films of children and uh, I mean, it's all these are the people doing it the podestas the comet pizza stuff none of that i would would retract i would stand behind all those reports i did just as much today i mean it's just and they're the ones that are fighting trump the hardest okay so here's the real problem for potus meaning president of the united states he can only trigger a military solution when all his ducks are in a row should trump act prematurely his success will be put in grave jeopardy should he act too late his administration will be in grave danger okay so that's what this former u.s military officer and intelligence analyst said now why have they been attacking him so much well here's a reason here's one reason i could probably list about a hundred of these there's a there's websites springing up now which are showing all the stuff trump's done since he's been in office <clears throat> not all of it's been good and i've pointed out whenever i saw something that he did that was egregious i put that out on my newsletters i'm not some big trump bot or whatever that just agrees with everything the guy does and thinks that he's above reproach or whatever okay 
I'm trying to be fair and balanced, like Fox. <laughs> I'm trying to like give you both sides of the story. Um, this just happened. Trump pulls the U.S. out of the United Nations Global Compact on Migration, meaning the Global Compact on Muslim Invasion is what it should say. This just happened, this story just broke today. This is from Pamela Geller, who is one of the, the main ones that reports on all the infiltration and all the wickedness that um, uh, Islam is doing. The U.S. decides that the rights of the invaders do not supersede the rights of American citizens. Oh, praise the Lord Jesus Christ. Because that's the way it is everywhere now. Where these Muslim, devil, savage invaders come in. Look at, you know, Europe. So much of it's now third world hellhole. Thanks to Islam. I, you know, obviously I've gotten into that about a million times. A lot. And, um... The U.S. has decided that the rights of the invaders do not supersede the rights of the American citizens. Wow. The U.S. quits the U.N. Global Compact on Migration, says it'll set its own policy. Now, what I'm saying is that this is one example of something that is very, very positive. Okay, Anytime we can get out, he's done a lot of stuff to pull us out of agreements we have with the U.N., with TPP, with other things like that, which would just yoke us up with this one world government straight on its way to hell. You're telling me that was by design? That they, that they wanted to do all of this? That they wanted to undo all of the hard work that Satan had done through Obama, through the Clintons, through the Bushes? That they wanted to undo a lot of this stuff and hit the reset button so then they could just do it over again? It just makes no sense. I'm talking about from a logical standpoint. It doesn't make sense. But if they really are against the guy, you would expect them to do anything in the world to try to discredit him, and that's exactly what they've been doing. Does it mean I think he's perfect? No. But I'm just looking at what is plainly obvious. The U.S. quits U.N. Global Compact on Migration, says that it'll set its own policy. This is from CNN, the Communist News Network. I mean, this just broke today, December 3rd, 2017. This is from CNN. It says the United States notified the United Nations that it will no longer take part in the global compact on migration. Says it undermines the nation's sovereignty. And that's an understatement. The U.S. has been part of the New York Declaration for Refugees and Migrants since it was formed last year. The declaration aims to ensure the rights of migrants, help them resettle, and provide them with access to education and jobs. That means they're going to take away rightful Americans' jobs. They're going to give them money, housing, encourage them to breed the, the infidel out of existence. I'm talking about Islam. And that's what they're going to do. And that's what they do. Meanwhile, the middle class of America typically suffers more and more and more and can't get jobs because, you know, they're hiring, you know, Muslims or, or illegal aliens or whoever. The U.S. has been part of this uh, since it was formed last year. The Declaration aims to ensure the rights of migrants, oh, the rights of Muslim invaders and, and illegal aliens, usurping the rights of American citizens that were lived here for generations. That's the way it should be, right? They should come in and 
you know, supersede the people that have always lived here and do it in an illegal way. I mean, that, that's righteous, isn't it? Sure. Helping them resettle and provide them with access to education and jobs. It calls for the negotiation of a global compact on migration. They're just migrating like a flock of geese. Peaceful, flying to their destination, raping, killing, and pillaging along their merry way, though. They do it a little bit differently than geese would. Slightly. A, a little more violent than the average goose. You know? But some goose are really violent. I've seen geese get kind of psycho. So, you know, I don't know. I can't speak for all geese out there. Sorry. A little humor there. Anyway, um... Yeah, and this was, um, it calls for the negotiation of a global compact on migration. See, they should call it a global compact on invading, savagely invading, is the accurate description. Savagely invading with intent to kill and behead and slay the infidel and rape their daughters and their wives. That should be the whole text, if they wanted to really be accurate, because that's what the Quran tells them to do, and their other unholy writings. So, if we want to be fair, it was expected to be adopted next year. So Trump got us out of this. In explaining its withdrawal Saturday, the U.S. said the pact contains provisions that are inconsistent with the nation's immigration policies. While the U.S. is proud of its leadership on migration, the refugee issues, the global approach is not compatible with the nation's sovereignty. Yeah, you think? According to Nikki Haley, the U.S. ambassador to the U.N., that just happened. Okay? That's one thing that he's done that would be really rubbing the satanic, luciferian, new world order absolutely the wrong direction. They don't want us pulling out of UN agreements. Trump's done a ton of it already. They don't want us pulling out of the TPP, Trans-Pacific Partnership, which is just going to basically ruin our whole country. They don't want us doing any of that if trump was was on their side doing their bidding he would be just increasingly yoking us up with the un yoking us up with every global wicked evil compact and, and treaty and whatever ultimately just to take away every single bit of our rights that's all i'm saying I'm not saying he's perfect but i'm just trying to be like logical in the way i look at this here's another thing which is the main thing that they are fearing. The main, main, main thing they are fearing. Cops and government workers, this just happened today. This is another story. And again, I could probably list about a thousand of these stories since he's been in office. But co cops and government workers arrested in massive sting, people buying kids as young as four for sex. This just uh, came out today. A massive sting targeting society's worst who prey on children ensnared scores of people, including a police officer, postal worker, and a teacher. Trenton, New Jersey. Scores of people were arrested this week in a multi-agency sting that targeted child predators. Operation Safety Net was led by the New Jersey Regional Internet Crimes Against Children Task Force and took down 79 predators, some of whom were attempting to purchase children as young as four years old for sex. See, to me... It shouldn't be, you know, you go around these people up and then we have to pay their way in prison for the rest of their lives. No, it should be death penalty. Death penalty. 
You molest a child, you forfeit your right to live. Period. Yes, you want to make sure you got all the facts straight. Okay. I'm not talking about killing people, you know, when they don't have all the facts straight. But I mean, you know, that's, that's if I was, you know, in control. Well, what did Jesus say? What did Jesus say? It were better that a man, you know, have a millstone hung about his neck and he'd be cast in the midst of the sea. That's kind of a, that's kind of a scary death. Think about that. Having a weight put, I I remember I watched a, uh, a show when it was like Dateline or something one time and and this guy had done this to his wife and I mean, literally, I don't even, I think it was to get the insurance money, took her out on this big yacht, like where it's thousands of feet deep. And he, and he like put an anchor. She was still alive, and he threw her in the sea, and just left. Can you imagine how terrifying that would be? Well, that's what Jesus said to do. It were better if a man had a millstone hung about his neck and he be cast in the midst of the sea. Then you offend one of these little ones which believeth on me. Children, suffer the children. Prevent not the children. Suffer not the children to come to me, Jesus said. Jesus has a big soft spot in his heart for children. And so should we. And you do that, man. (laughs) It's game over. And this is the absolute essence. This is the absolute core of the wickedness of the people that run this world. The Illuminati on down who are controlled by Satan and his fallen angels and his demons and devils, who are motivated through those forces, who who animate the bodies of these sick, twisted devils that participate in child sacrifice and the sexual molestation of children and the the child sex trafficking and all this garbage. They all deserve the millstone treatment. And then hell. Because it wasn't like Jesus said, it, you know, cast him, put a millstone around and cast him in the midst of the sea. And then he's going to go to heaven. No, that's just the start of it. It's just the start of, of their punishment. I'm not saying we're supposed to do that now. And I'm not saying Jesus even said, he said it were better. It's what they deserve, in other words. That's what I'm trying to reiterate here. This is the, this is the highest form of depravity, basically, on planet Earth. And... It is the center of what brings these sick, twisted maggots pleasure. These Luciferians. And I've devoted more prayer to this probably in the last year than I've about devoted to, you know, hardly any other particular one subject. Setting this sting, um, apart from the multiple other stings throughout the country, is the fact that it concentrated solely on children instead of simply busting willing adults paying for consensual sex. I think that's what they should be concentrating on. You're never going to stop willing adults paying for consensual sex in a society, typically. I mean, unless it's a really godly society, and we're not even close to that. They should be focusing on children. 100 and Child sex trafficking, and, and I mean, obviously, any kind of sex trafficking of women as well focus in on that focus in on on like the women that get caught up in this and they don't you know they're brought here from other countries and they don't know what's 
They're, they're told they're going to have a job when they get here and this, and then they find out, oh, it costs you, you know, $50,000 to bring us over some arbitrary figure. You're going to have to pay that off. And they never pay it off. And then they get them hooked on heroin and stuff. Thank you, opium from Afghanistan by their drug dealers. And then they're just basically zombie robots that just basically have to go out there and have sex all day with different men. And then they're not even paid. They're just kept as basic slaves until they're dead. And then they just bring more, more women in. They just use them like, um, no, cattle are treated better. That goes on millions of times on planet Earth every day. That dynamic. And, you know, <laughs> to me, that's what we should be focusing in on. The most wicked, evil wickedness that's defiling the planet and in abortion and abortion child sacrifice those two i mean but they both involve children concentrating law enforcement efforts on stopping those who go after children is a much more effective and moral crusade than busting consenting adults for sex is what the article says yeah i couldn't agree more i mean let's prioritize in other words we're going to prioritize the adults paying for consensual sex that are consenting? Or are we going to focus in on children that don't have any voice? They don't have any say or, or whatever. They're terrified. I mean, can you imagine? Lord have mercy. I can't even imagine. Operation Safety Net ensnared some of the region's vilest child predators who Attorney General Christopher S. Perino's office called hands-on offenders. According to NBC 10, these sickos included George Castillo, age 36, of Inglewood, California, who authorities said asked for undercover police detectives to send a 4-year-old girl and a 9-year-old girl to Los Angeles for sex. No, we'll send our assassination team there for you there, uh, Georgie boy. <laughs> you forfeited your right to live devil there's a report here it says read more pentagon caught blocking report on child sex abuse by u.s allies as troops forced not to report it see there's been this massive gigantic cover-up about this for so long going on a long long time just key and franklin cover-up going back into like the i believe 80s maybe even to the 70s this has been going on a long, long time at the highest levels of government for a long time. And I mean all the way up to the presidential office. To illustrate just how widespread the problem is, law enforcement arrested at least one person in every single county in the state of New Jersey. In this one sting as well as some from out of state. It wasn't just basement dwellers or and recluses who were busted either. Uh, included in the 79 arrest was a police officer from Trenton, Paul Marinelli, a 20-year veteran of the department, also a, also arrested, was a teacher, a postal worker, and multiple successful IT professionals. So this is, you know, there's sickos everywhere. And now here's a thing, here's a graph that we're looking at here. And it says... Um, human trafficking arrests, coincidence with a question mark. And it shows in the year 2017, up to this point, there's been 6,355 human trafficking arrests. 
okay? I guess in America. Yeah, it's in America. But in 2016, before Trump was even in office, there was only 1,952. Huh, it's tripled and we're not even to the end of the year yet i'm not sure oh this is of 11 22 17 so we're not even at the end of the year yet and last year 2016 before trump took office there was 1952 human trafficking arrests the year before that there was 1437 the year before that there was 1771 the year before that was 1877 the year before that 2012 there was only 967 the year before that, there was only 938. And the year before that, 2010, there was only 300. But it's kind of weird. He gets in office, and we're not even to the end of the year, and he's more than tripled the highest of any of those years we just talked about. 6,355. Now, I'm not giving him credit for all the arrests, but he's put these departments in positions where they can actually make arrests whereas before i believe they were being blocked to a large extent a tree is known by its fruit and i'm just saying there's been a big difference since he got in office now i've reported on this over and over i mean if you can remember i i had that thing where we were praying about all the pedophile stuff and and there's been a lot of fruit that was last November. That was about a year ago. There's been a lot of fruit of arrests being made since then. So it's not like I'm giving all credit to Trump. I'm saying a lot of prayer, I believe, a lot of light was shed on this subject and motivated a lot of Christians to prayer about this and fasting. And I believe this is the fruit of it. I'll give the Lord Jesus Christ the total credit for it. And all thy ways acknowledge him, meaning God, meaning Jesus Christ, and he shall direct thy paths. That's what the Bible says. So we acknowledge him for this. I mean, but it's kind of undeniable, and I have and it's and it's been reported on over and over again. Here's a here's a tweet directly from Donald J. Trump from his official Twitter account. This was um my word. He said this in October. Uh, 2012 got to do something about these missing children grabbed by perverts too many incidents fast trial death penalty amen said that in 2012 okay again i'm not giving some blanket red stamp of approval over everything trump does okay but he did say that and since he's gone in office it's been more than triple. We might even hit quadruple by the end of the year. And again, what I've been hearing is there's like 5,000 now sealed indictments that they have not brought out yet. Remember what it said before about Trump has to be super, super careful if he's going to actually implement this. It's got to be done at kind of at once at the same time where they know these people are and where they can actually have this all done uh, without the um, the left implementing maybe their agenda. Just saying. Back to the main report now. <clears throat> of, the, of what we were talking about. For those unaware, the Trump administration has been the target of a slow motion coup d'etat, sometimes referred to as the Purple Revolution. Now here's a link if you don't know what that is. Be beware the Purple Revolution comes to America, courtesy of George Soros, the Clinton crime family, and the Obama administration. 
It's 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 no um, fallacy. It's no it's not a fairy tale that they have done every single dirty, evil, wicked thing to try to go after Trump. I mean, it, it's and that's all part of this purple revolution. And the most wicked, evil people on the planet are behind it. George Soros, the Clinton crime family, the Obama administration, and their handlers, obviously, and their minions below them. It encompasses all of that, obviously. And the mainstream, you know, media, and Hollywood, and the Pope, the Catholic, I mean, it goes on and on and on. There's a, a picture here, and I, f I forgot to get into this at the very start of the uh, thing, and it shows Trump in the middle of, um, of this picture. And it has about, I don't even know how many guns pointing right at his head. And each gun has a different name. One's Boston Globe, one's Entertainment Industry, one's ABC, one's the Clinton Machine, one's New York Times, one's the Global Elitist, one's MSNBC, one's Special Interest Groups, one's Univision, one's Politico, one's the United Nations, one is Wall Street, one is NBC, the DNC, the White House, the C CNBC, Washington Post, CNN, CBS, GOP elites. And you could keep going on and on and on. That's just a portion of the guns pointed directly at his head, wanting him to either be impeached or killed. You can't, I don't see how you can really debate that. The proof is evident. <laughs> One day of watching news in the normal news cycle would be about all I would need to be convinced of that. If he was on their side, why, why would he have all these guns pointed in his head? And why would they hate him so much? And why would they be trying to discredit him constantly? If he was doing their agenda, why wouldn't they be behind it? And one of the main parts of the agenda is going after the pedophiles, which is the literal heart and soul of these wicked, sick, twisted devils. Most of the leaders of this stealthy insurrection are unknown and working deep within the U.S intelligence community others such as former cia director john brennan former director of national intelligence james clapper uh, former director of the national security agency principal deputy director of the national uh, director of national intelligence and the director of the cia uh oh the director of the cia agency michael hayden as well as former cia deputy director and acting director michael morell are highly visible leaders of the coup faction meaning the coup against trump however it is it is the countless agents of the deep state who populate the zeo anglo american intelligence community that pose the real problem in this regard, it's virtually impossible to determine who is really serving POTUS and who is really working against him. He's got a lot of people, I believe, around him that are his enemies. I think he's made a lot of poor choices who he's surrounded himself with. Maybe someday I'll take that back, but up until the point where, I, I mean, it seems like he's just surrounded by enemies, kind of to me. I'm not saying everybody is, but there's a lot. Um... You've got all these these other factions against him, which is the Council on Foreign Relations, the United Nations, the Bilderberg Group, the Club of Rome, the Royal Institutes of International Affairs, the Trilateral Commission, and in the center of those organizations I just mentioned is an organization known as the Roundtable. And they're all interconnected, and they're all equally trying to 
either get him impeached or assassinate him. Again, but assassination is, they don't really want to go that route unless they have to because it's going to be a lot messier that way. They would prefer to usher in the New World Order in, in a more, you know, controlled manner where they're controlling the news cycles and, and everything else and, you know, there's not this truth movement trying to counter it, you know, to a certain extent. Now, the next part uh, is about the CIA. The CIA literally controls everything, even the deep state, and there's a link to this report. Inasmuch as the CIA completely controls the mainstream media, or MSM, they have conscripted all the largest news outlets to attack Trump 24-7. Likewise, the CIA has enlisted the aid of every major globalist organization in the world to take down Trump. I don't see how that's debatable. And they're all, and I'm, I'm. Some people say, "Well, they're doing it on purpose. They're all on the same team, and they and they all, it's all by design." Okay, again, you're telling me they would have rather had Trump in there, other than they want Trump in there more than they wanted Hillary. Come on, really? I. It, it makes no sense. Likewise, the CIA has enlisted the aid of every major globalist organization in the world to take down Trump. You name them. Council on Foreign Relations, the Bilderberg Group, the Trilateral Commission, the Committee of 300, the Royal Institute of International Affairs, and the United Nations. The reality is, is that the full weight of the all-powerful roundtable is stacked heavily against the Trump administration. Add to that the truncated list of power players. Above all, the secret societies and think tanks, the NGOs, uh, especially Soros-funded non-governmental organizations, and the Fortune 500 companies, and the challenges become even more formidable, particularly when you consider the pervasive influence of Silicon Valley and Hollywood that is squarely aimed also against him. And what about the Vatican? Does the Trump's predicament come into sharp view? The salient point is that the entire system has assumed an extremely aggressive posture toward the POTUS. Hence, Trump is compelled to formulate a counter-coup game plan that is infallible. He has absolutely no wiggle room between his rock and hard place, and there is no precedent for him to consider for comparison's sake. History provides absolutely no parallel to Trump's plight um, on this planet. I would have to agree with that. I don't know any, any other ruler that ever faced these types of odds against them. The internet has created a whole new universe known as cyberspace where this war is really being fought. However... In order to decisively take down the deep state and terminate the Central Intelligence Agency, Trump will have to think through every single part of what will have to be perfectly controlled demolition. This can only be achieved by utilizing all five branches of the U.S. Armed Forces. Now, this remember, this is their commentary. I'm presenting this to you because this is the theme that I keep seeing popping up. Civil war, military action, private contractors on American soil being told to get ready things like that and i'm looking at the mainstream media and i'm looking at trump and i'm thinking something's gotta give here regardless of how you feel about trump something's gotta give i would think in the near future i can't see it going on this way forever either trump's gonna get his agenda going and and start and open up these sealed indictments and people are going to start falling like dominoes or they're going to impeach him or kill him. I can't see any other recourse unless Trump just totally gets on board with the New World Order and just starts towing the party line and then they settle down and they're like, okay, we're all on the same team now. 
That's, I guess, the third option. Uh, going further, many throughout the truth movement, and especially the Trump movement, have questioned the lack of arrest of known traitors. Many now knows, but again, I just I just quoted you the over 6,300, uh, was it child sex traffickers? Human trafficking arrests. Just since the start of 2017 to November 22nd, 2017. So again, you got like almost 40 more days for that to even go up more. Who knows where it'll be by the end of the year. So, you know, there's just a lot to consider here. Okay, so going back to the report, it says many now know who has committed acts of naked treason against the American Republic. And yet no one has taken in into custody or even indicted. Well, and again, uh, we're not counting the 6,300 plus people that have went down. I think what they're saying here is none of the big name main players that we know of have been publicly taken down. They, they need to much more clarify that. Okay, because, I mean, to say that's like saying those 6,300 people that have been arrested don't count. Come on. That's not, that's not fair. Many are also aware of the horrific crimes being committed regularly against our children by the same bad actors, and in Washington, D.C., no less. Pizza, and here's a link to Pizzagate, a special report on Washington, D.C., pedophile scandal. Ken Pizzagate at contendingfortruth.com. I, I did several studies. I mean, and the information I got was irrefutable was straight from their, their their own sources that it came from. Stuff they posted. Flyers they put out um, from Comet Pizza and stuff. Really, really sick, evil stuff. Any such move, mass arrests of the traitors can only be conducted with everything, when everything is in good order. Meaning that's the reason they're saying they haven't made these mass arrests of these really high-level people since it will immediately precipitate a severe reaction from the deep state. There, um, the powers that be predictable and overwhelming self-protective response could range from anything to everything. Yeah, that's just how volatile and precarious the situation has become, and it's rapidly intensifying by the week, and that's one of the things I keep hearing over and over again, that they're like rats on a sinking ship, they're like a rabid animal that's being pushed into a corner, and they're going to be willing to pull any type of thing that they can pull in order to get the spotlight off them and in order to take back total control and, and ensure they don't, they don't get prosecuted for their crimes. The practical reality is that the longer that Trump is in the Oval Office, the more time he has to acquire the necessary intelligence on every single conspirator who is participating in the Purple Revolution, past and present. With this vital data, he is able to simultaneously arrest all the plotters and decision makers, as well as numerous insurrectionists on the ground and their mid-level handlers. The entire Democratic Party, especially the DNC, the Soroses, the Clintons, the Obamas, the Bidens, the Podestas, the Sultans of Silicon Valley, the Hollywood moguls, the East Coast intelligentsia, the MSM organs of propaganda, as well as many rogue elements in the CIA, basically have pushed this situation beyond the point of no return. And that's what I keep thinking myself. I'm like, man, something has got to give with all this. 
All of these collaborators have worked tirelessly to cultivate an environment of us versus them nationwide. Now, Jones, Alex Jones or whatever, and again, I'm not endorsing Alex Jones at all, but what he's been out there saying is that they're either going to, their plan is to impeach him in the next month. And if they, if they can't pull that off, then they're going to kill him. That's what their plans are. Which, again, I could absolutely see that being plausible. They don't want to let this thing with Trump go on and on because the longer he's in office and the more he's doing like things that he did today that we just documented, uh, child sex trafficker rings going down, um, getting us out of UN treaties or whatever that we're in or, or whatever agreements that we're in with them on, on bringing the Muslim invaders in. Man, they don't want that to go on another minute. That is undoing a lot of the, the satanic hard work that Obama and the Clintons have done and the Bushes have done and all other wicked arms and assets of our government. Why would they want to undo that? So the sooner they get Trump out, the better. By perfecting the dark arts of identity politics and the cult of personality Obama, uh, like Obama and Hillary, they succeeded in dividing the body politic as never before. The myriad of social justice warriors have likewise exploited the vulnerable demographics to the point where the various wedge issues forever divide the American people. Uh, as a result, there appears to be no common ground or stand on anymore, and there's no space for reconciliation. The grim reality is that the nation now finds itself in the midst of a civil war. Very few are aware of the gravity of the current state of affairs, but that's nonetheless where we really are. We're right on the verge of that. The cold phase always predates a hot one. Nonetheless, if bold measures are not taken with all deliberate speed when necessary, there will soon come a time when the hot phase will rear its ugly head. The truth be told, the Las Vegas mass shooting was actually a stealth attack on the patriot movement by the left. The country and western music festivals are basically congregations for the right. Those Route 91 Harvest concert goers were ambushed in cold blood. Now, I understand there's a ton of controversy about that. I mean, I've seen so many things on that or whatever, but the fact is, remains, is that, yeah. I mean, then they then the mass shooting at the at the Baptist Church. Mass shooting at a, at a country western. And there's really not a lot of... Did you Have you been seeing that cycle through the news? No, because it doesn't fit their narrative. If those were... Hillary supporters that got mass slaughtered in Las Vegas. Oh, you would you would be hearing about it to this day. It'd be it'd be the number one story still, if that was like um, some type of Black Lives Matter church or something, or or some type of I don't know liberal type of of gathering, and they were mass slaughtered. Oh, you would never hear the end of it. But it didn't fit the narrative because they were in both instances with the church and with the other they were particular particularly portrayed as conservatives so if it doesn't fit their narrative they're just gonna you know not even report on it hardly or, or you know give their warped view of it for the good of the republic president trump will be compelled to take action against the many traitors throughout the u.s federal government state governments and municipal governments whenever the barbarians are already inside the gate as they are now there's only one alternative they must be exposed and prosecuted for their crimes against the american people toward that end and remember they they're getting to the point where they're thinking if they get desperate enough it's like we got nothing to lose we don't care we're we're not going to be we're going to go down frothing at the mouth 
is striking out every possible way we can. These people have no morality. They have no conscience. There is no wickedness they will not do. So you have to understand the enemy here that they're dealing with. Uh, toward that end, Trump will be required to shut down the existing mainstream media and take them over. Among Now remember, this is their commentary. Um, but again, the, the mainstream media is a total arm of Satan at this point. It really is. Uh, among implementing several other radical initiatives which deny support both material and moral to the seditious criminal activities of these criminals. There is no other way to tame a criminal communist than to bust them upside the head with a 4 by 4 That is the only language they understand, as Black Lives Matter and Antifa have clearly demonstrated. The liberals have become ultra-liberal, and the lefties have transformed themselves into left-wing extremists. The progressives have morphed into hyper-progressism, uh, so that there's no more middle ground anywhere. It's true. Those blue states that have Democrat-dominated state houses and big cities with Democratic mayors and city councils provide graphic examples of where things have gone. When the once great state of California has gone to hell in a handbasket, you know the writing is on the wall for the United States of America. They want to turn California into all of America. California is their big one of their main places they're beta testing right now. They want to bring that tyranny to all of America. That's, you know, that's, un, that's undeniable. Unless the inexorable in, in in, in uh, advancement of cultural Marxism is short-circuited post-haste. Only the POTUS can do that in the manner required. Again, they're not talking about God intervening at all. I'm not, and again, that's why, understand... I'm not saying this is even coming from a Christian perspective, but this is the common news report I am seeing from the alternative media right now. Not just this one, but this is probably this this report did the best job of summing it up that I had seen. And this just came out today. So this is echoing what I am seeing over and over again in the alternative media, which is one of the last free places where you're going to get free flow of information anywhere because the mainstream media is taken over and the newspapers are basically taken over and the other ways that they get a lot of the radio as well many have now come to their senses and understood that the usa is in serious trouble the u.s government is totally dysfunctional corporate america is poised to experience a replay of the great recession and civil society collapses all uh, by the day all of these developments are directly due to the unrelenting promotion of cultural marxism by the power elite they know that their place at the very top is secure when the american society has sufficiently eroded order has been replaced by chaos which is their motto order out of chaos and the and the economy is unstable trump's most difficult challenge will be to ferret out those in positions of authority and influence who laud the nation's incremental metamorphosis into a modern day sodom and gomorrah this extremely thorny and knotty obstacle alone appears to be insurmountable. And it just may be. Nevertheless, the only... And again, this is why I don't understand why people like this, when they talk about Sodom and Gomorrah, why aren't you calling out for people to pray about this? You know? Which is really the main weapon that we should be exercising. Mass praying and fasting by the awake Christian body of Christ could move mountains. But again... When you when you read these types of reports, it's all man centered. It's all what are we gonna do? 
you know? And there's, it's like God doesn't exist. That's what's so irritating. And that's why I try to give this in, with some type of biblical viewpoint here. Uh, nevertheless, the only way this period, period is to effectuate a sweeping change in leadership across the board. Uh, only in this way can the cultural Marxists be permanently removed from power. The following article provides important background, the understanding which is integral to reversing the perilous trend. And it's a report entitled How Cultural Marxism Was Used to Create an American Sodom and Gomorrah. There's a link to it there. And again, this is for the this will be for the free PDF for uh, December third, two thousand and seventeen. And they have a special note here. It says there is only one way that President Trump can push the button on a military solution. There must be a critical mass of law-abiding patriots who stand solidly behind him, whereas the agents of the deep state still control and influence much of the national security apparatus. Levers of the government and judicial Judicial machinery after eight years of Obama stacking the deck um, is not a good thing. The rural country of America is as red as Georgia clay. Rural, meaning the country, meaning they're more conservatives. Okay, So the food supply and its transportation, who they refer to as the Trump truckers, are exclusively controlled by the right. I don't know if I could delineate it that clearly, but that's what they're saying. They also comprise a great majority of military, ex-military, and militiamen, as well as police and sheriffs, most of whom are also gun owners and hunters. The crucial point is that the commander-in-chief, Trump, not only commands the armed forces directly, he also exerts, exerts much influence on those patriots who will show up for battle, should it ever come to that. The CIA apparently underestimated to a great degree just how much leverage the POTUS has, specifically a populist president who is a real nationalist. And again, they're not saying anything about the stuff that Trump's done that, you know, I have exposed and don't agree with. It's just all, this is the problem you run into when you jump on an agenda and you're not looking at both sides. So again, I'm not doing this because I'm in total agreement with everything that's being said here, but I'm saying this is the prevailing, one of the prevailing mindsets right now in America about what is coming and that's what a watchman does. Trying to, I'm, I'm trying to give you a heads up of what could potentially be coming in the very near future. As they say in the Deep South, whoever has the biggest dog wins the fight. And there ain't a bigger dog inside the Beltway than John, Donald J. Trump. Now, going further, it says that um, Trump has two Trump cards, no pun intended, that he's holding close to his vest. Each of them provides the one-two punch necessary to take down the New World Order global cabal both at home and abroad number one pizzagate will take down the washington political establishment and again that's what i keep going back to the pedophilia the child sex trafficking the 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 child sacrifice the luciferian satanic you know the 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 child snuff films the or organ harvesting of children after they're killed didn't even mention that it's another huge issue pizzagate will take down the Washington political establishment, corrupt Democrats and Republicans alike. Pedogate will overthrow the exceedingly powerful forces that are projected from London and Rome, Brussels and Paris, Tel Aviv and Rida. The almighty black nobility in particular will be weakened sufficiently 
so that the Operation Gladio can be rendered ineffectual. Once this all-pervasive control mechanism, Pedogate, is completely dismantled, Presidents Trump and Putin will be able to jointly pursue the common goals they so desire. Now, is it going to be that clean and easy and all? What I, you know, I kind of have a hard time believing that. But, however, it's it's DC's own Pizzagate that will give Trump the leverage required to demolish the deep state and splinter the CIA into a thousand pieces and scatter it into the winds. Again, here's another thing. This is all written like. If Trump's able to accomplish this, then the book of Revelation and Daniel aren't going to happen. So I would kind of hate to burst a lot of people's bubbles, but if the Bible says it's going to happen, just like all of the other predictions in the Bible have come to pass, it's going to happen one way or another. Whether it's this year, whether that starts in three years, seven years, whatever. One way or another, we're going to have an Antichrist and false prophet in a seven-year tribulation period. So, again, so many of these reports are listed like, if we can just triumph on this one thing, they're basically saying none of that will happen. No, I don't see that. Because the Bible says it. So, um, they, then they link to a report saying, Pedogate, Pandora's box has been opened for deep state and the CIA. Perhaps the only legal context in which both Pizzagate and Pedogate can be prosecuted is the Uniform Military Code of Justice. That's because the justice system, and particularly the judiciary, are mainly made up of dyed-in-the-wool Democrats, hence the absolute necessity for military tribunals to be formed to handle the imperative prosecutions that will incarcerate the prime movers of the Purple Revolution. Subsequently, a National Truth and Reconciliation Commission can be established to judiciously process the multi-decade crime spree perpetuated by the wealthy and political elites. Um, and then it ends by saying, conclusion, President John F. Kennedy said it best when he said, quote, those who make peaceful revolution impossible will make violent revolution inevitable. And that's who we're basically battling with this purple revolution. And then it ends by saying, people of America... In the absence of a profound and fundamental transformation of American society, the USA will continue its descent into the abyss of cultural Marxism. The cultural elites are hell-bent on preserving their hard-fought Sodom and Gomorrah. They will not give up their utter depravity easily and will clutch it until their dying breath. Therefore, everyone is highly encouraged to do their part to resist the moral um, degradations which follow from cultural Marxism an inherently flawed and degrading philosophy of living. All that has to be done is to starve the beast. If you don't feed it, it will die. So that was their, that report. And it talked a lot about this lately uh, because it's so, it's like, oh, well, you're all for anything Trump does or, you know, that those types of accusations. I can't ignore it either. I can't ignore what's going on. I can't ignore what we could be right on the verge of and i've got to try to give my listeners some type of heads up of what we may be in store for here with um with this something's got to give with this thing with trump i mean anyway that's all i have for part two and we will go to part three next